We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Las Vegas Summer League is back. <laughs> and Chet Holmgren with the round the two-handed flush. What is up and welcome to the Uncontested Podcast live from Las Vegas, Nevada and the NBA Summer League. I am your host, Jacob Niffin. I've got J.D. Silva here. Fella. We've also got Nick Crane. That's a different fellas than we're used to. I thought you were trying to brand yourself. You got to stay consistent. That's showbiz, baby. (laughs) We are brought to you by the Blue Wire Podcast Network and DailyThunder.com. Just got back into our lovely hotel room after spending a really long time at the Thomas and Mack Center. We actually dipped out a little bit early. Did not stay for Pelicans versus... Who are they playing tonight? Blazers. Pelicans, Blazers. Uh, Dyson Daniels rolled an ankle. Shaden Sharps torn his labrum. Not really a lot of people to watch there. Sounds so. like a stinker. We got out of there after the Oklahoma City Thunder finished losing to the Houston Rockets. Uh, I did not prep, so I don't have the final score in front of my face right now. 85-84? Something along those lines. I think 87 88-90. Ooh. 88-90. rough. So, gentlemen, before we dive into this post-game podcast of what we saw from the Oklahoma City Thunder, our first time seeing these guys live, we all had a really good view of these guys. Takeaways from today in Vegas at Thomas & Mack, everything we saw. We saw Orlando versus Sacramento. We saw Detroit versus... Washington. Washington. Oklahoma City versus Houston. Just some big takeaways, Nick. Um, this is a takeaway that is culminated from two different games today. Um, Rockets fans have to be sick to their stomach knowing they could have had Paolo at three and things changed last minute. Yeah. So just for context, things changed for us last minute. Did or was Orlando going to take Paolo along? We it's don't a good really question. Know. It's a good question. I mean, or Rockets fans had the rug pulled on them. Oh, I mean, it, it wasn't even just like Rockets fans or like NBA Twitter that had you know the one, two, three the way it was leading up. Like it was like whoa, just tweeting the morning of. Yeah, like maybe there was some smoke screens and maybe Orlando did a good job of keeping it out, but 
they fooled everybody. If that was the case, yeah. If I'm mm-hmm. the magic, if I'm Jeff Weltman, I'm definitely telling everyone that it was Palo all along. Make me look like a genius. I don't think it was Palo all along. Yeah, I don't think it was either. Regardless, your point is Rockets picked three, and it looks like they got the worst of the three. Actually, when you look at the top five, Jabari's kind of looked the worst out of all five of them. As of today, uh, what is it, July? Yeah, 9th? Th- this is yeah, a, th- that's not a statement on projection and what they potential and what they can become. But when we just look at what they've done in NBA Summer League, Paul has been the worst. Or sorry, not Paul, I'm sorry, Jabari's been the worst. Yes. Jabari's been the yeah, worst. Paul has been the best. Yeah, a big, a big thing is like with if pa- Paolo and Chet did not have efficient scoring nights, but they showed what else they can do if their shot's not falling. Paolo, much, much better passer than I thought. Did you did you know he was that good of a passer, Nick? I, I was really impressed with his passing in college. Um, so the, the passing has not shocked me, but the way it's translated has been super impressive. Like there's a lot of guys that good passers, good shooters, like Jabari Smith to this point. He was a 45% college three-point shooter. I don't know his statistics now. It's nowhere near nowhere near that three-two games. No. Um, so the passing, I knew it was there, but it's been impressive how it's translated so seamlessly. Yeah, his passing has been awesome. Silva, biggest takeaway for you today from Summer League? The biggest thing is how how physically dominant, like how physically large and, and dominant a lot of these top picks are. Paolo just towers over everybody. He's huge. I, I don't know. Who's gonna like what type of what archetype of player is gonna guard Paolo? Nobody. That's interesting. It really is. I mean, teams are gonna try a whole bunch of different. So they're gonna try centers on Paolo. Uh, they're gonna try big wings on Paolo. It's uh, it's just gonna be fascinating, you know. And he's gonna punish switches. I think we are. We've already seen that. Um, His defense. That's I guess if we're talking about big takeaways, um, he's. He's defending a lot of G leaguers and guys that won't be on rosters this year. Um, but what we've seen so far is is the defense may not be as big of a concern as we thought it could be. Maybe my biggest takeaway was even though we started slow, I thought Keegan Murray was really good. I agree. I was, I was really impressed. I'm looking up his I'm looking up his line right now just to give him full credit. He he forced the first overtime, didn't he? Yeah, hit that that yeah. head fake. Two guys flew by and hit that three. I thought Keegan played really well tonight. Uh, Keegan Murray, five of 11, 20 points, nine rebounds, two assists. Solid. Yeah, Solid. really good. Like, it was nothing crazy sexy that jumped off the page at you. It was just a solid role-playing basketball guy. And you can see why he's going to contribute in Sacramento early. Do you think, this is a broad question, to the top, the top, really the top, seven picks do we see any of them moving forward i think chet plays one more i hope he plays one more yeah i don't think i don't i mean obviously we're not going to see um jabari will play paulo won't paulo's not going to play sharp's not going to play ivy's not going to play ivy's not going to play that sucks like we chet jabari keegan matherin Seem to be the only guys that are like near the top that we could have a chance to see. Yeah, I think that's fair. I and think I think Jabari needs the reps. He does. Agreed. Paolo has shown everything you need to see at yeah. this point. He doesn't need to play anymore. Yeah, and he rolled his ankle, so I don't think he's yeah. going to play. Uh, let's move into this Thunder game, guys. We kind of talked to takeaways from Summer League today, but let's... The thing people are here for, the meat and potatoes, Oklahoma City takes on the Houston Rockets. They lose 90-88. to 88. 
Josh Giddy had a look at the rim on a layup at the buzzer and just short-armed it uh, to force overtime. Would have been our second overtime game of the day. He did not get it to go. First off, we're going to attack this from a lot of different angles. But the I, we, I know we just did summer league takeaways, but we're going to do thunder takeaways now. One thing that you leave this Thunder Rockets game thinking, what is it? J-Dub. A week before the draft, and even draft night, was a reach to go in the lottery. After we saw tonight, maybe he was a steal where he went in the lottery. He has he has impressed me so much, and it's been really good, really really Both good. His, his defense has been the thing that's popped off the page. He they started him on Jabari Smith Jr. We did a podcast in the Win Studios of Blue Wire yesterday and talked about how Chet and Paulo would be the main matchup because they're the like quote unquote centers on their team. The Thunder came out. And in the first set, it was J-Dub mm-hmm. guarding Jabari. And he was freaking tremendous. The the Jabari special that Houston Rockets fans are salivating over where he catches it on the elbow, squares up, and, and has the unblockable shot. Got blocked. Got blocked. We talked about this on the show yesterday. It's unblockable, but Chet is probably the guy that's going to be able to get it. J-Dub. It was J- I And I... He has so much more, like sneaky, like explosiveness than I thought on defense. We we talked about well on both ends. We talked about it yesterday mm-hmm. on the pod, or, the, or maybe two days ago on the pod, is that when he dunks, or maybe it was just conversation watching the game, when he when he dunks, he gets off the ground and to the rim so quick, like so quick. And I think defensively, same way, when he jumps to block a shot, he gets he gets elevated so quickly that he can he can alter and or block. And the arms are so long, super long. Super. He was he was asked about that, and he gave some. Cheesy answer. He was like, he was asked about his explosiveness jumping. He said, I want to get up and down as fast as I can so I can get back on defense. That's a textbook answer. <laughs> Quite, random, random thought I had. Chances he starts for the Thunder. He, he will start games because there will be injuries. What would you put the over-under at, Jacob? Like when everyone's healthy? No, no, no. Like when, when the Thunder finished the season and 82 games have gone by, how many starts has he logged? 15. I was going to say 20. I think as the season goes on, it's going to be hard to not give him starter minutes. I think he's going to play a lot of minutes. It's going to be hard to not start him. I think they have to start somebody big, like physically strong next to Chet, someone with some weight. Yeah. And that's not Darius Baisley. Who was courtside tonight? Yep, yep, yep. Um, I got a two-part question for you. I'm ready. So the first part of the question is... Which of these two players are you higher on today? The second part of the question is, which of these two players are higher in the lineup hierarchy at the end of the season? Okay. And the two players are Trey Mann and J-Dub. I knew you were going to ask that. God, I knew you were going to ask that. That's I such a hard question. Two. Jacob, you go first. It's hard right now because I think we're recency. low on Trey because of recency bias. Recency bias, especially with, uh, with J-Dub. J-Dub has more physical tools. He does. Uh, Trey Mann, I think, has a more, even though he didn't show it the past two summer league games, we know he has an elite NBA level skill. 
which is separation. It's going to be interesting to see how that shakes out. Something about him in summer league. It's like kryptonite. Yeah, he's never been good in summer league. Maybe he'll uh, he'll break out of the slump on Monday. I hope so. J Dub's line tonight. He played 28 minutes, had 14 points. Sorry, I'm looking at Josh Giddy. He played 28 minutes, had 15 points, five rebounds, an assist, two steals, and a block. Shot 58% from the field. Uh, the block was on that turnaround Jabari jumper. Besides that, his arms are just everywhere. The knock for him coming out of college was the defense. I think he's been really good defensively in summer league so far. In college, he played a lot of on ball. All of his damage tonight was off ball, was off of spot ups, was off of cuts, was off of putbacks. Mm-hmm. Just makes his impact felt in every single spot and crevice of the game. So, are you going to answer the question? God, Nick. <laughs> you always try to talk your way out of it. I'll go J- uh, Trey Man for now. You know what? I'm all in. J Dub is going to be a fan favorite. He's already a JD Silva favorite. J Dub and JD. Jeez. I, I overheard uh, the Thunder's uh, summer league coach. What is his name again? So I don't get it. Woods. Woods. I overheard him call uh, JRE J Rob. So does that mean there's a J Rob, J Will, and J Dub? That's what the other team calls him, J Rob. So there's, and there's, yeah, there's, there's a lot of. A lot of J's. A lot of J's. Michael Cage even said J Low today. So, <laughs> yeah, we asked him, "How are you going to handle J Will and J Dub or Jalen Williams and Jalen Williams?" He said, "J Will, J Low, J Dub." It's like J J Low is not one of the options, dude. Hey, I'd watch if she played basketball. Jeez, for the Thunder, she'd be the oldest player on the roster by a mile. Yeah, veteran leadership, baby. It's true. I'd rather have Shakira. <laughs> Um, okay, so Nick, you said the the one thing you take away from this game is J Dub, and he's freaking awesome. He's going to average like twenty minutes a game this year. Should Silva? What's your big takeaway from this one? My big takeaway is even if Chet, similar to how I talked about Powell earlier, if Chet's shot is not falling, he can still impact the game so 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 much. And I think this would be a good time for us to talk about the amount of layups Houston did not attempt just because Chet was in the paint. The second half, I, I, you and I were sitting eight rows up tonight. I mentioned this to you in the third quarter, and then we started kind of tracking it. In the second half, when Chet was on the floor, I think Houston took two shots at the rim. And I think they only made one. Yeah, I, uh, I vividly remember a Josh Christopher drive and attempt at a finish with about four minutes left. But that's the impact of Chet, like... He had a lot of blocks. He got robbed of one. The goaltend wasn't a goaltend. It was clean. He wanted them to to challenge it. Uh, Cameron Woods decided not to. But, I mean, go back and watch the film. The Rockets drive in. They get past the initial line of defense. They drive in. They get to the rim. And then they swing to the opposite corner. And the Thunder rotate, rotate, rotate. And then the Rockets drive in. And then they swing to the other corner because... They don't even want to try him. Especially when he's playing volleyball with their shots. Like those weren't just like blocks, like tip blocks. He was spanking it off the glass. <laughs> like he had one where he just went vertical and just ate the shit out of it. I mean the goaltend, like you just mentioned, but there was the other one that was like beating it off the glass. We're gonna have to make t shirts of him playing volleyballers. Like 
That is nuts. Didn't they tr- almost try to give him a T? They did give him a T. Oh, and yeah, then they it was back. rescinded. Yeah, yeah, after everyone booed the it ref. Was, well, there was a foul, and they just kind of floated it up, and he jumped up. A lot, a lot happens all the time in the NBA. A guy takes a shot, player will will goaltend it because it doesn't matter. You take him out of their rhythm. You don't want to let them see a shot go in. But when he did it, he slammed it on the ground, and it went up in the air. And then they gave him a tech, and then he talked to the lady ref. And she goes, my bad, my bad, no tech. Yeah, after we all booed her. Maybe he's got some some charm to him. Maybe. He got dunked on. <laughs> He did get dunked on, and he doesn't care. Doesn't care at all. I'm glad he. I'm glad he went for, went up for that. Friend of the pod, Derek Murray. Uh, I guess we can plug here. Derek will be with us in the Win Studio, the Blue Wire Studio, Monday, 3 p.m. Central Time. As soon as Chet got dunked on, which it, he he did get dunked on, he was con- contesting from behind. He wasn't but, a poster. Yes, but he got dunked he on. Did. And I thought Derek said it perfectly. He said, "I'm taking the guy that's going to jump." 10 times out of 10 versus the guy that makes the business decision. I want the guy that wants the smoke. I want the guy that's going to jump with him. Totally. And a bunch of people around Silva and I were like, Oh, he got dunked on. Oh. And I just sat there and I was like, you know what? The next time they go in, he ain't shying away. He's going at it again. And the start of that second half, Nick, you said it. he beat their shit. He did. He in, in his post game presser, he said, "I didn't." He was Pause. he was down on himself. He said, I, "I didn't come out in the first half with the intensity I needed to on the defensive end and protect the paint." He said, "I came out in the second half and thought I did better," and he did. And tonight was a little different. Uh, we saw a little bit of an additional bag on his defensive end. A lot of his blocks recently have been the guy he's defending shoots the ball and he blocks it. Tonight, especially that Tari Eason one off the glass, that was a weak side. Tari Eason had no clue Chet was around. He was yeah. being guarded by somebody else. Thought he had an open bang. Yeah. Like Chet jumped from the opposite side of the of the paint, like yeah. the opposite block. That's it what was, was that's what was awesome about Jada being on Jabari because Chet could just very easily just be the rim protector. Be the rim protector because Tari Eason not a shooter at this point in his NBA career. So he can he can float off of that matchup hey, all day. After Chet just blocked the crap out of Tari. Twice. He did Tari twice. Yeah. There was a possession later where Tari was going to go in and instead like pulled up a little midi and I yeah. was like, oh bro, you can have that all yeah. day, every day. Yes, no doubt. He can Tari Eason's been pretty impressive. We talked about he's like a bat out of hell. Crazy energy. I tweeted from the account tonight. He's gonna play 10 minutes a game unless he can stop fouling. He had like six tonight. He had, he had six or seven the first night too. That's it's kind of like the play with fire type of thing, right? You you played that crazy and that aggressive. You're going to foul a lot. Side note: I was talking to Daniel Bell post game. He was keeping a tally. The second half of that game before had 47 fouls. That's stupid. I hate that. The, that it, that's my big takeaway. Summer, Summer league, league refs suck. Yeah, it's been bad. I, I Horrific. Think, I think it's a talking about fouls. I think it's really impressive that Chet had four blocks, two steals, and only one. Foul. One foul. Yeah, that's that jumps off the page to me. That's just smart defense. Smart kid. Very that's smart kid. that's not. I'm trying to block everything and found the piss out of people and getting a block here and there. That's. I know what the hell I'm doing. His his awareness defensively is just otherworldly. He he played he switched a lot tonight, but he also plays drop on those screen and rolls. There's just nothing you can do. The ball handler can't come inside because Chet's going to block you. Yep. His arms are so damn long that there's no like slip pass to the roll man. It's how, how many th- th- how many th- times th- tonight did you did you watch a play and think, man, Chet's too skinny. 
None. Exactly. He took None. Jabari into the post. He he wanted to smoke with Jabari down there. I was very impressed by that. I, I, I want you guys to know that the way Chet is playing defense right now, this is directly God punishing me for all the shit I talked on Rudy Gobert. Well, you, you didn't. You talk shit on his offense mostly, and then and that he can't defend over. Floor. He can't defend outside on of eight perimeter. feet. Chet can, but Chet can. a lot of the stuff that Rudy does, Chet does. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis. Analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Totally. A but, lot of it. But you don't have – so Rudy's obviously a, a better post defender than Chet is at this point, but I'm – personally, I'm okay trading that for the advantage Chet gives you on the perimeter. What? It's a perimeter-based game. Right. I want that. Could Chet lead the league in blocks this year? Oh, yes. Yes. Could Chet make a defensive team? This year? This year. Did Herb? Are we getting crazy right Herb now? didn't. Did I don't Ooh. think so. I don't think he's a better defender than Herb. He's a better defender. I don't think he's going to crack – all NBA first or second team. But think defense. about Herb. He didn't get his real clout till late in the season. That's true. Like he didn't hear a word about him until at least the halfway point. I don't, th- I don't think Chet's going to play enough. Going to play enough? Yeah, like minutes per game. I bet they rest him a lot. I disagree. That's okay. I think they're running that dude till the wheels fall off. Not, hey, I would love that. You know that's, what not what, that's not what I want. That's what I just, I think there's a chance. You think he's going to start, right? Yeah, but I bet he plays like, 28 to 30 minutes a game. I would love to look up how many rookies have made an all an all defense game. You think 20? 
you, you're surprised at 28 to 30 minutes no, no, a game? No, no, no. I'm surprised you said that. You said he's not going to play much, and they said he's going to play almost 30 minutes a game. Yeah, but I don't. I think he'll play like 60 games. Yeah, it's plenty. Okay. Maybe we, should, we should a little bet on it. Hey, we got preseason bets coming up. Ooh. We'll get it. Okay. Um, let's move on. We talked Chet and J-Dub. Uh, Giddy played tonight. I think we were all kind of skeptical that he would. I, I think we're really skeptical that he'll play Monday. Uh, he did play tonight, 28 minutes, 14 points, four rebounds, eight assists, um, six of 15 from the field, did not make a three, had five turnovers, really loose with it, playing in traffic a lot. But whenever he wanted to assert himself, he proved that he was the best player on the court. He had multiple drive, spin move finishes. The Maybe my favorite play of the night was a Josh Giddy like, rip over Euro disgusting and then goes up and hits a wraparound pass to Chet for the dunk. Like that's stupid. Disgusting. I also kind of, I kind of think I'm not worried about the, his shooting percentage. I kind of think he's just trying stuff. Like he tried to sidestep three. He's not going to take many of those in, in the NBA. The shot still worries me. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Shot worries me. The glass half full says he's five months older than younger than Chet. He's got a ton of time to become a better shooter. No doubt. Is it guaranteed to happen? Hell no. But there's trust the development, right? The confidence and the mentality is there. Anything else about Giddy? I don't don't know if there's a ton to talk about, about Josh. Um, Josh is Josh. He's awesome. He's way overqualified for summer league. And I don't think he's going to play again. Nope. I I love that. He has played. Yeah. I think, and I think he had to beg to even be out there tonight. I think he went on ESPN and said, I want to hoop. Yeah. 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 I don't think he'll play again. Poku, not even on the bench, sitting well, over on the well, on the court. Well, I think Poku and Giddy were supposed to be over there sitting on the. Yeah. And, they, and then Josh just begged his way out. All right. Let's enter the uh, tin hat uh, conspiracy theory portion of the podcast. Okay. What do we read into Shay not being there, but Lou, Teo, Baisley, and. Poku being over there. Um, I want to see if he's got anything posted on Instagram. He doesn't. I wonder. I wonder if he's just chilling in Canada. I wonder if he's still in Canada. He might be. Like summer league's important, but so is like seeing family, and he mm-hmm. doesn't get to see family. And he just played season. Hamilton, yeah, like, which is his hometown. Let's let's remember these these are people, not just players you buy their jerseys for. Like it, Nick, are you telling me that that 30-minute Woj-Sam Presti conversation wasn't about trading shade to the is, Toronto Raptors? Is that the foil you were getting at? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Do we think he's not coming at all? I mean, this, this was just game one in Vegas. I think there's a chance he shows there's up. There's a chance he shows up. I don't think guys really come to game two, three, four plus. We'll see. If he doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, there's nothing to read into. No, but don't freak out. But people will read into it. Oh, they're going to say, oh, he posted an Instagram about the red and white yeah. Canada jerseys and the Toronto Raptors are red and white. They're red and black. Um, <laughs> you know, so, whispers, whatever. Uh, who else do we need to talk about? Us- uh, Usman? We can talk about Usman. So Jalen Williams, J. Will, yep. signed a contract today. He did. And then didn't play, got the bag and ran. That's a joke. He, he just he did he did have a NBA was doing uh, video sessions after, and they did the meme just like the Thunder already did. So like it's, oh, it's catching on. Nice, I like it. Um, okay, let, let's talk Usman. Twenty two minutes, ten point six rebounds, one steal, uh, four of twelve from the field, zero five from three. 
Uh, I'll give you my Usman take. You ready? Yes. The kid plays scared. Maybe not scared. He plays very unaggressive. He does, but tonight he broke out of his shell a little bit. There was a couple plays, though, where he got... There was an out-of-bounds play. I can't remember. Was it right out of halftime? It may have been. Right out of a timeout. Beautiful setup. Usman on a curl, catches it downhill, gets to the rim, and tries to, like, finger roll it in and just smoked it. I'm like, man... I'm watching this kid out there. He is nearly as tall as Chet. Yeah, he's 6'10". Yeah, his hands, his, that, on that play, his hands were above the rim the entire Just time. Dunk Just the dunk the damn basketball. Agreed. Does he know how to dunk? Have we seen yeah, him because dunk? he dunked on a fast break tonight. Oh, you're right. You did. Hey, there was, admit that, I, I will admit that there was a, I was thinking, He's just gonna. It's going to be a layup. He's not dunking it. I thought the fast break, he was going to try to try to lay it up and smoke it again. He needs to dunk the ball. He needs to play more aggressively. Dunk the damn ball. Dunk the damn ball. That's where I'm at with Usman. But he, but he, if, if coming into this game, we had him at a nine on the scared of contact meter, he's only about a seven now. Yeah. Because he, he, in fact, he drove in and someone drew a charge on him, meaning he was at least going into someone's body yeah. before he floated or fade away. Um, and then he had a couple where he he dribbled in and was banging off a guy and then made a, made a layup. He had eight, the third quarter, I think it, three in a row where mm-hmm. he went in and scored. He, um, you can see the potential, especially just the size. Yep. Right. He'll get there or he won't, but he's got a long ass runway. He'll be playing some blue minutes this year. 100%. I think, I, I think he logs more time with the blue. If the thunder don't blatantly tank at the end of the year, he logs more time with the blue than the thunder. And that's a great place for him to discover that physicality he's looking for. Yeah. And Grant Gibbs will be great with him. Grant Gibbs is awesome. We kind of touched on him earlier. Trey Mann, woof, woof. What was his final? His final. He was one of twelve. What? Head, heading into was that bad? It was that bad. Uh, oh, I got it right here. Maybe there we go. He ended one of thirteen. Seven point seven percent. He had ten points because he took a lot of free throws. Four rebounds and assists to steal. Um, Tough team. Worst minus fourteen. Trey just struggled mightily. The jumper just wasn't there, and I felt like at times he was really forcing. That is the risk-reward of a guy that his calling card is isolation, get you a bucket. Uh-huh. 100%. And, and, and that's, that's every player. Josh Christopher, Lou Will, Jamal Crawford, whoever uh, it is. Who, who's the, the kid that's playing for Brooklyn at Summer League here? Cam, Cam Thomas. Cam Thomas. Same way. He had, yeah. th- he had 31 points the first night on like 24 shots or something. Uh-huh. Um, Jaden Hardy in Dallas. Yep. Like those kind of guys, some nights they're going to look like Feast the, or famine. the best player on yeah. the court. There's streakiness in their DNA. Yeah. And that's going to be Trey Mann. Yep. Um, Not worried long term. Yeah. Let's close with this guy because I feel like he maybe, maybe had the best night. That might be a stretch. He had a really good night. Someone we haven't talked about yet had the best night. I think he's top three of every performer on the court tonight. Let it fly. Who are we talking about? I think I know. He started. Aaron, Aaron Wiggins? Aaron Wiggins. He's been good, man. He played really well. He did play really, really well. His final stat line for the night, he ended with 12 points. He had 10 in the first half. Four rebounds, yep. A steal, a block, five of nine from the field, two of two from three. How, how many Thunder players had double-digit scoring? A lot. Six or seven? Um, Let's see here. Chet, Josh, 
J-Dub, Trey Mann, Aaron Wiggins, Usman Jang. Five or six? Six. Six, okay. Uh, I thought Wiggins looked awesome. The stroke looks good. He's very confident. He'll drive to the basket. He just does a whole lot of little things. The block he had in transition, I forget. He got Josh Christopher, didn't he? I think so. I mean, he got freaking up on that one, just ate that shot. It was it was impressive. I I think with Jay Will signing his contract today, when training camp gets around, there are six guys competing for two spots. And I think Wiggins is one of the six guys that's competing that could be a cut candidate. Yeah. It's going to be hard to cut him if he plays like that. Do you think they regret signing him to a full-time deal last year during the tankathon when they could have kept him on a two-way a little bit longer? I think they would have signed him this summer anyways. I think the way the organization works, I think it's very... I, I don't know, right? I would assume it's very upfront. If you put in the work, if if you prove it, we're going to give you this contract. And I think he met their criteria and their threshold. And so they, they, they rewarded him. And it's not a... Like, what's the 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 detriment to this? At the end of the day, if you get yeah. rid of him, he's re- Small making money. $2 million, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, I thought he was awesome. I think he's going to make the 15-man rotation. I think he's. I don't think he gets as many minutes as last year. There's too many mouths to feed on this team right now. Um, but I think he's, he's good. I think he had a better game tonight than Poku had in Salt Lake City. Totally agree. Totally agree. I I think he's already like, I feel I, I, in my head he learns a lot from Kenrich Williams during the season because I feel like he's already doing a lot of the stuff that Kenrich Williams does with driving, hitting really efficient like fadeaway shots close to the rim that rarely ever miss. He's just a, he's just really efficient. I like what he does out there. He, Kenrich and J Dub kind of go in this like wing pool that are just like smart, good defender, high floor, uber efficient type of guys. Gotta have. Them. Every team looks for those guys. Yeah, and, J- and JRE is just like a bigger version of that. Yeah, J- you just know what you're getting out of JRE every single freaking game. Yeah, he's he's like the definition of just solid. Yeah, yeah, that's no other way to put it. Anything else from tonight, guys, before we log off? It is super late. We haven't even eaten yet. Uh, the grind never stops. Quick question from chat. Oh yeah, scroll through the scroll. Not one question. Hit any of the questions in the chat. We got to give the listeners some love. We had multiple people at Summer League come up today and say, "Hey, I love the podcast. Can I get a picture?" Which was that was o- super cool, overwhelming. It was super awesome. Cool. Tell me if my vision is is wrong here. Unhandy train says they were sitting right next to us for the OKC game. Oh, wow. oh, okay, yeah. Hello, unhandy. Well, train. that's awesome. They also asked, appreciate it. They also asked, could J Dub make an all rookie team? Oh, I think there's a chance. I think he will get some get the requisite minutes. Yeah, I mean, that's basically a, a rookie that has is a top ten rookie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's a chance. I agree. Uh, I think he's going to be available at the. Uh, does all rookie do they just do five players or do they do by position? It's just five players. Okay. Yeah. Uh, another question from chat from Kamel. Uh, two questions: Why didn't Veet play tonight? Veet didn't play. Jay Will didn't play. Um, the new kid they signed that's buddies with Shea didn't play. I think it's just 
the they'll, they'll the, get their chance. This was the one game where they were going to throw out the the big names for the marquee matchup. Mm-hmm. You're going to see Kevin Kangu, and you're going to see Veet and Veet Shackleford and Gaddy. Mm-hmm. You're going to yeah. see all those guys. And their yeah. next question is, why didn't Lindy play more? Same, same, same reason. We'll yeah. see Lindy get more. Surprised Lindy before. even played that much, to be frank. Me too. Yeah. Any other questions? Nope. That's all we got. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Hey, thank you guys so much for tuning in to the show live from Las Vegas. We really, really appreciate you. We will be back with you guys Monday. Yes, sir. Are we doing a Sunday night pod like normal? TBD. TBD on Sunday night. Maybe we'll let the guys back home do it. Yeah. Give their thoughts because it's been a bunch of us recently. Yeah. Do some work, Taylor and Justin and Kamiar. Put that baby to sleep early, Taylor. Yeah. We'll be back with you guys Monday live from the Wynn studio uh, here in Las Vegas, the the awesome Blue Wire studio we recorded from yesterday. Derek Murray will be joining us, uh, Thunder fans' favorite scout, Derek Murray. He's We ran into him today. He's awesome. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. We know we recorded this one late. So those of you who were in the stream, we appreciate you. We'll be back with you guys soon. Keep enjoying Summer League. Have a great Sunday. We'll chat soon. Until then, and as always, Thunder Up! It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com